Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, March 1st. February's over. Isn't this fantastic? March 1st, 2021. Uh, we're brought to you, as always, by the great people at today's Dennis Free Call, 317-849-2933, for a chance to go to the best dentist that there's ever been. My only dentist the last 27 years, the great Dr. Mike O'Neill. In fact, it's not just a chance. You're going to win. You're going to call. You're going to get an appointment. That, I promise you, 317-849-2933. Let's talk about sports. This is the month for NFL free agency. The beginning starts in about two and a half weeks, and the Colts, I think, are going to be active. I think that's where they're going to solve their left tackle problem, and I think it's going to be Trent Williams. We'll see if that's the case. He's 32 years old today. He'll be 33 next season. One of the best left tackles in the game the last decade and still playing at an exceptionally high level, I think that that's where the Colts go to solve their problem in the short term. Long term, I don't know what they're going to do at left tackle. I'm interested in the short term. I'm interested in 2021. How do you protect Carson Wentz? How do you open holes for Jonathan Taylor? Let's go score some points. Let's get a left tackle. I think it's going to be Trent Williams. Then you use 21 to trade down and cover a couple holes. You've got cornerback, you've got to get a wide receiver, you've got areas of need. You could use an edge rusher too. Whether they trade down or not, I think depends on what's available at 21. We'll see exactly what they do. I think it's going to be interesting, but let's face it, Chris Ballard, that's what he does. He trades down, he loves the 34th overall pick. There you go. Um, We'll see. I think it's going to be really, really interesting. This is an off-season where the Colts, they got to do some heavy lifting. This is going to be the off-season where Chris Ballard kind of either puts this team in a position to contend for a Super Bowl or doesn't. They've got opportunities to get that done in free agency. They've got a lot of money, $46 million still under the cap. That's a lot more than most. I think they rank fourth in the NFL in terms of money under the cap. We'll see how Chris Ballard chooses to invest it or not based upon the need that they have in extending guys that they've already got. And they really want to make that a priority too. Uh, Butler, huge win. Senior day win yesterday. Fantastic game for uh, the Butler Bulldogs. They beat the eighth-ranked Villanova Wildcats 73-61. They played really, really well. I kept waiting for Villanova to make a run. And they did a little bit in the second half. And then... Butler figured out a way to extend that lead and keep it at a comfortable level. Great for the Bulldogs. Great for Laval Jordan. They have now beaten Seton Hall and Villanova. They've got Creighton left on the schedule. If they can win that game and carry some momentum into the Big East tournament, you know what? A lot of things can happen in the Big East tournament. And all of them, interesting for Butler, who right now is 9-13. and that's a hell of a lot better than you thought they were going to be. When they were 7-13 with games staring them in the face against Seton Hall and Villanova, you thought, oh, this thing could spin all kinds of different ways. But the thing with Butler is they've been getting better. They've been getting healthier, and, and they've been kind of coming together. It's fun to watch a team gel in the month of February. We'll see how that carries over to March. Uh, not happening in Bloomington. The Indiana Hoosiers... Uh, Hoosiers, uh, not great on Saturday. It, you know, Michigan's just really good. And if you don't catch Michigan on a down day, 
and you're Indiana, you're not going to beat Michigan. They're just a better team. I thought Indiana's effort throughout the game was better than, uh, uh, you know, we've seen recently. And so I, I thought it was more consistent. Good for Indiana, playing hard, playing on some level together. Good for Christian Lander, putting the ball in the bucket a little bit, seven points on Saturday afternoon. That He hadn't scored in a while. So uh, Lander figuring out how to put the ball in the bucket, that was a big deal, I thought, in terms of this team finding a way to score enough points to be competitive. They lose 73-57. Uh, Michigan State tomorrow night. Michigan State coming off a loss to Maryland yesterday, uh, where, again, Maryland took a big lead. I think they got off 11 nothing, And then Michigan State kind of found itself a little bit. I kept waiting for them to make a run uh, that was never forthcoming. Uh, both Indiana and Maryland, 7-10 and 10 in the Big Ten. IU really needs a win. They got to get a win at Michigan State tomorrow and then this weekend against Purdue at Mackey Arena, or that's all she wrote. Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know. Can you go to the NIT? Would you be excited about an NIT bid? I guess they're going to play, or they're talking about playing the entire thing in a Dallas bubble. Is that interesting? Is that interesting enough for the collegiate athletes to kind of invest in? Let's go to Dallas and play in the NIT for a couple of weeks. Yay! I don't think so. Uh, although any chance that you get to compete, you ought to take advantage of. The Pacers are in Philly tonight, 7 o'clock. Pacers have lost three straight, but only by four, six, and three points. So, you know what? It's not like the wheels are coming off the cart. The other night against the Knicks, they didn't have Brogdon. They didn't have Warren. Uh, obviously, they didn't have Karis LeVert. And they didn't have Jeremy Lamb for a good portion of the game. Wow, that's a lot of guys not to have at the wing, right? At the two slash three. That's a lot of guys not to have. Uh, Victor Oladipo turned down a two-year, $45.2 million extension to stay in Houston. I got to tell you, not happy with Victor Oladipo for a lot of things but not accepting this extension. You can't be mad at him for that, for God's sake. What he can sign for this offseason, the max deal that he is eligible for once free agency starts to stay in Houston, uh, is five years, $195 million. So two years, $45.2 million, or five years, $195 million. Who's going to sign this guy? Who's going to sign Oladipo to a max deal for that kind of jack? At the age of 28, with the uh, torn quad tendon that he's still kind of recovering from, I don't know if anybody's going to do that. But if he can get max money, go get it, Vic. You know what I mean? I, I got no problem with Victor Oladipo uh, turning down two years 45 in order to have a chance to sign five years 195 if a team, and, and that's the Rockets can sign him to that deal. If somebody else wants to sign him to a max deal, do a sign-and-trade God bless Victor Oladipo. I don't understand it. I don't think he's a max deal guy. Not at this point an all-star. You, you got to weigh that as you decide, you know, the money thing. If you're an, an NBA franchise, I, I would not understand making Victor Oladipo that wealthy based upon his level of play post-injury. Uh, Vic, uh, Irv Cross passed away. Irv Cross, for, for people in my generation, you had uh, Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, Irv Cross, Jimmy the Greek, 
on the NFL today, and you watched it every Sunday prior to uh, pro football on CBS. Irv Cross, a former defensive back for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, passed away at the age of 81. I I thought he was older than that. And actually, I got to tell you the truth, I thought he'd already died. He hadn't, evidently. And so there you go. Irv Cross was doing work. I mean, that was that was 45 years ago. So he was getting it done when he was still, I, he was in his 30s when he was on the NFL today. I did not know. I always thought he was like 50. And, and then, you know, in later years, I still thought he looked like he was 50. It was unbelievable. Anyway, Irv Cross, uh, a great career in broadcasting. One of those iconic broadcasting teams that you just don't see anymore. Uh, Larry Clisby died over the weekend. Uh, He had been battling brain cancer for a couple of years and had left Purdue basketball as its radio play-by-play guy. Uh, Larry Clisby, one of the iconic broadcasting names in this state. You've really got kind of Don Fisher down at IU. You've got Mark Boyle, and this is for radio, Mark Boyle with the Pacers and and Larry Clisby with Purdue and and Larry Clisby passing away, a, a valiant fight against brain cancer. Good for him, man. We're, we're defined not by how he died, but by how we fight and how we answer adversity. And Larry Clisby did a great job of that. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? David Manley, happy birthday, Jim Harris, Tom Wade, Dan Bailey, Sam Scott, Chris Rowan, Greg Hunter, Tom Casey, the great TPC, Tom Patrick Casey celebrating a birthday. Mary Nichols Alexander, happy birthday, Spencer Coe, Stephanie Rangoo, Happy birthday, Rob Hill, Francie Wick, Stuart Goffey, C.J. Wright, Todd Tinsley, and Charles Coomer. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. Good morning, Jeremy Bullard. Uh, if it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else, and that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice to each other. Lift each other up on social media. Lift each other up. Don't attack each other. Be a good person. Be a nice person. And if you're watching on on YouTube right now, you know what? Click the subscribe button, the like button. How about that? Click the the bell button if you're on Facebook. Like this. Follow me on Facebook. Whatever you want to do. It's fine. We'll talk to you a little bit later today. Inside Indiana Sports Now, we'll talk about the Colts and the Hoosiers. Can't wait.